0: Support for the Fact Checker podcast is provided by New Pioneer Food Co-op. Celebrating 50 years as Eastern Iowa's source for locally and responsibly sourced groceries with stores in Iowa City, Coralville, and Cedar Rapids, and online through Co-op Cart at newpi.coop. Welcome to The Gazette's Fact Checker. I'm Elijah Deishis. I'm the features reporter for The Gazette.
1: I'm Erin Jordan.
2: I'm the investigative reporter for The Gazette. I'm Michaela Ram. I'm The Gazette's healthcare reporter. And I'm Marissa Payne. I'm the Gazette's Seed Rapids government reporter.
0: You all are in for a treat this week. This is my first fact check claim that I'm doing by myself. So let's get into it. This week's claim was made by Senator Chuck Grassley. He said, quote, the number of police killings on the job in 2021 was the highest since the September 11th terrorist attacks. And if you're used to reading Chuck Grassley's tweets, you know that I did have to edit that a little bit for clarity, but that's about how it reads. There have been a lot of social justice movements, a lot of high profile trials in the last couple years, and that's brought a lot of increased scrutiny to law enforcement officers. Meanwhile, Lawmakers like Senator Grassley and a lot of private citizens have voiced support for law enforcement with the so-called Back the Blue movement. Chuck Grassley made this Twitter post on January 14th comparing police killings from 2021 to the number of law enforcement officers killed in the 2001 terrorist attacks, saying, "Quote, we must back the blue and fight violent crime targeting our communities and law enforcement. The judiciary committee should hold a hearing on the growing crime wave." Sweeping the USA. End quote. He has also made a lot of similar claims and and cited similar statistics in recent Senate Judiciary hearings, specifically the one on January eleventh, the week that he made the tweet. I reached out to his staff, and they were quite helpful. They pointed me to a statistic cited by FBI Director Chris Wray in a January thirteenth op-ed. In that op-ed, he wrote that seventy-three officers were feloniously killed in the line of duty. And feloniously killed is a specific term, and we'll get into that in a minute. And that number, 73, was the highest annual number since the 9-11 attacks. The language of Senator Grassley's tweet was a little less specific than that, but using context clues and the sources that his staff pointed us to, we're able to tell that this is what he was referring to. He was referring to these felonious killings. A felonious killing is when someone is fatally injured, an officer is fatally injured, as the direct result of willful and intentional acts by the offender. The FBI puts out an annual report, and it's actually quite detailed. It's called the Law Enforcement Officers Killed and Assaulted Report. They put it out every year, and thankfully that made the job a little bit easier because I was able to check each year, going back all the way to 2001. The number of officers feloniously killed Last year was 73, and that was a significant jump from the previous few years, which ranged between 46 in 2020 to 57 in 2018. That does just barely breach the high-water mark that was set by the September eleventh terrorist attacks, in which 72 law enforcement officers were killed. Um, now, the terrorist attacks from that year, the number of officers killed – They keep that number actually separate from the felonious deaths for 2001. So the felonious deaths for 2001 was 70, and the terrorist attacks were 72. And then just as a reminder, 2021's number was 73, so just one above it. In 2011, 72 officers were also killed feloniously, which matches the level set in 2001. Most years between 2001 and 2021 were in the 40 to 60 range. We had a low number in 2013 of 27. That's the lowest number we've seen in the last two decades. And accidental deaths were up a little bit too last year. Last year it was 56 compared to a range of 41 to 50 previous few years. Suicides are, if you're wondering, suicides are compiled separately and they're excluded from accidental death counts. And then aside from All these numbers we have from the FBI, we more broadly have an annual report put out by the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial Fund, which is a pretty frequently cited organization for officers killed in the line of duty. And killed in the line of duty does have a separate definition from the FBI's feloniously killed. And it's a little bit broader. I'll get into that in a second. And in 2021, they saw quite an increase in line of duty. Thus, it was 458, which was a 55% increase from 2020, and it was actually the highest number since 1930. So it was a remarkable year for line of duty deaths, according to them. The thing is, though, about two thirds of those deaths were attributed to COVID 19. The virus has been cited by them as the single highest cause of law enforcement deaths last year, and it was also quite a factor in 2020 as well. The inclusion of that COVID-19 in line-of-duty deaths has sparked controversy with critics of law enforcement. A lot of folks say that agencies are taking advantage of the virus to inflate line-of-duty death statistics and kind of weaponizing it as propaganda. The term that I'm seeing on Twitter is copaganda. So that is definitely an interesting aspect of all this. This one was a tough one for me to grade. I was walking kind of a fine line, and I'm going to explain it here. I gave this a B. And here's why. Senator Grassley, it was hard to grade this because in addition to grading Senator Grassley's claim, I was essentially grading a statement made by the FBI director. If the FBI's data from 2011 was the only thing standing between Senator Grassley and an A in this case. The choice to compare numbers in 2021 to that of the 9 11 attacks seemed like a little bit of a, a rhetorical choice to me. And, and that's understandable. Director Ray, with the FBI, has made it clear that he thinks more people need to be paying attention to this number. Though Senator Grassley was getting all this information from Director Ray, it's important to remember that Ray made this comparison in an op ed. And like lawmakers, the directors of organizations like the FBI have opinions. And their statements are not always made in a vacuum free of political influence. It's pretty close to being accurate. It's, it's just off by a hair for me. When you have a more recent year, only 11 years ago, with the same number of deaths as 2001, it doesn't make sense to say this is the highest number of deaths since an event over 20 years ago. It's, it's ignoring a more recent spike of the exact same size as 9-11. So comparing something to 2011 doesn't catch your attention nearly as much as comparing something to 9-11. So it's understandable why that comparison might have been made. But in this case, it does not get down from an A to a B. If the language had been modified slightly to even say that 2021's number was higher than 9-11 instead of the highest since 9-11, I would have been able to get this an A. I'm going to open it up to everyone else. What do you guys think? Do you agree with me? Do you disagree?
1: I think it's generous to just dock in one letter grade, but I can go with it. I am just looking at the language here. Um, the number of police killed on the job in 2021 was the highest since of September 11th terrorist attacks. Okay. Truly, that's not accurate. <laughs> I mean, it's the same as it was in 2011s, but it's the same. So it's not like it was lower or, you know, so I guess I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the B, but I do think it is important to have some deduction for that as opposed to an A.
0: Yeah. What would you have given it, Aaron?
1: I think that's probably the direction I would go. But I mean, like the thing is about a C is it, I mean, we've kind of been like, it has to be strictly like half true, half false. Mm-hmm. And I think this one is probably more true than it is false. So that's kind of where I would go, but maybe Marissa and Michaela feel differently. I honestly don't feel differently about that. I would
2: agree. Um, I think that is fair. Um, Yeah, I mean, it is kind of an interesting choice that they would use the 9-11 statistic rather than use the more recent statistic, which would be more accurate. Um, But no, I would agree with that. I think ultimately this would land on a B for me.
0: Yeah. You know, even if Chuck Grassley had been referring to, you know, more broadly to the number of officers who died in the line of duty, you know, he would have actually been making quite an understatement if he had been referring to that rather than um, the FBI's feloniously killed statistics. Um, it just seems like, a, like I said, it seems like a rhetorical choice um, on, on FBI directors, Director Ray's part. And I think Grassley was kind of imitating that.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think I agree with a B as well. Um, since, I mean, there only was like one year within their, um, you know, that he didn't mention as being, you know, one of those high years for felonious killings of FBI officers. Um, I don't know, but it, it is interesting that that year also came like during Obama's presidency, this um, is during Biden's presidency. So in terms of like, you know, a re- Republican kind of, um, you know, promoting, I don't know if that, that's the right way to word it, but you know, you know, just the rhetoric that's out there about kind of the lawlessness of, um, you know, post-BLM protests, Black Lives Matter, yeah. um, you know, versus, like, back the blue. Um, you know, I, I can see why politically he's, like, going after these statistics. And, um, I mean, Biden's already taken kind of a bunch of heat for different things right now. So, making it seem specifically like it's a like Biden presidency problem. I get like the strategy behind that, but yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I would completely agree with that. I thought, you know, thinking about this, I thought that was an interesting choice to to focus on the felonious deaths rather than the COVID-19 deaths, which were huge as your, as your numbers point out. Um, I, I thought that was an interesting, and obviously it it was a political choice, but, um, it, it, you know, I kept thinking about that throughout. I know we were just kind of checking the, that specific statement rather than kind of the overall broad implications of it. But, um, yeah, it seemed very, uh, you know, to Marissa's point, it, it definitely fell along a political talking point, I felt.
0: Yeah, you know, until pretty recently, I didn't realize that um, police departments were including COVID-19 as um, a line of duty cause of death. Um On January 14th, the same day that um, Chuck Grassley made that tweet, um, Prairie City Police Chief Michael, um, it's either German or German, um, he died of COVID-19 complications and his department didn't provide details on the illness, but they did say that his death would be considered a line of duty death. And so that's why I looked into it um, a little bit further. And not only is the virus being included in these deaths, it's... um, comprising the majority of them, two thirds of um, last year's numbers there. So, I mean, that's that's kind of a big deal.
1: Yeah, I was noticing that I think after um, Chuck Grassley's tweet, there had been some people like commenting and saying, well, this isn't right. He's including COVID deaths and kind yeah. of implying that when really he wasn't. And it, I'm guessing he wanted to avoid that pool of deaths so he wouldn't get, you know, kind of uh, attacked on that front. Um, But I'm glad that you were able to tease out these two different data sets and how they are different and and how they relate to COVID because hopefully that will clarify that issue a little bit for any um, of our fact check readers or listeners.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I, when I started looking at it, I was, It's not very often that you hear something compared to 9-11 anymore. So that obviously piques your interest and it it piques my skepticism a little bit. And I was expecting to find some sort of claims or some sort of numbers they're pointing to with these COVID-19 deaths included in it. It was uh, actually the the claim was a lot closer to the truth than I thought it would be. So
1: that's why we check them.
0: All right. Anything else you guys want to add?
1: Well, I think we had something for next week, but I'm good with this. I'm good with this grade. I think it's solid.
0: Yeah. Marissa and Michaela, you agree with the grade too? Yeah. Great. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Got through my first fact check. Didn't need to change the grade. So, um, Woohoo! What do we have coming up for next week's fact checker?
3: Um, so for next week, I'm looking into a claim from Iowa Senator Mike Um in one of his like legislative newsletters. He says, um, this is about like the tax cut plan since the governor proposed a four uh, percent you know flat tax. Um, so they're kind of workshopping those plans right now. But his claim is data has long shown the states with low or no income tax. Grow more quickly
1: than states with high punitive tax rates.
0: Sounds like a fun one.
1: It's been a while since we've checked a um a state lawmaker, so it'll be kind of interesting to wade into that.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, if you folks out there in podcast land have any ideas, you can reach us at factchecker at thegazette.com. Our fact checker podcast is produced by Stephen Colbert. Our fact checker is edited by Craig Jamolis, and our music is Lobby Time by Kevin McLeod. I'm Elijah Decius.
3: I'm Erin Jordan. I'm Marissa Payne. I'm Michaela Ram.
0: And we'll fact check you later.